How are you guys doing? Again, my name is Tanuru Osa. This is uh, Peculiar Youth Connect. I just want to share with you a word that I believe God has placed in my heart. I'm going to be reading from um, Proverbs chapter 4, from verses 20 to 24. So Proverbs chapter 4, from verses 20 to 24. I'm going to read it from the New King James. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. I'm going to read verse 22. It says, For they are life to those who find them. You know, the word of God is life, not your not what you have in your account, not what somebody said to you, not how close someone is to you, not even your job, anything. You will not find life in this world. You, you will not find anything in this world that will satisfy. You will not find anything in this world that will make you content. You will not find your identity by looking to this world. Your identity only comes from God. You know, when Jesus was baptized and he came up out of the water the heavens opened and then a voice from heaven came saying this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased and the very next verse he was in the wilderness and the enemy was tempting him saying if you are the son of god you see jesus christ got his identity from the father he got his identity not from the earth not from the things of the world from the father so even when the enemy tried to tempt him he didn't shake his identity see your identity is not found in the things of this world your identity is not found in your friend your identity is not found even in your family your identity is not found in whether you have a degree or you don't have a degree your identity is not found in whether you have a job or you don't have a job your identity is not found in the in the in your bank account balance your identity is not found in your sexual preference. Your identity is found in Jesus alone. Your identity is found in Christ alone. You see, the scripture says that you should take off the old man and put on the new man. You see, his victory on the cross is your victory. He is your identity. Your life is hidden in him. He is your life. All right, so when the Bible says that for they are life, to those who find them. The word of God is your life. The word of God is your protection. The word of God is like a fire. It's like a hedge of protection around you and that nothing can come in. Nothing can come in to to, to disturb you. Nothing can come in to defeat you. That's what the word of God does. The word of God is, is, is a sword that you use to combat the enemy. The word of God are the seeds of life. God spoke the word of God. God spoke his word and there was light. That's how powerful it is. God spoke things into existence. God formed man and then afterwards he breathed into man and man became a living being. It was God's breath that caused man to live. So if you're void of the word of God, if you're void of his word, of his breath, you may have all these things that the world says gives you life. But in reality, you are dead spiritually. You need his life to be alive. When God formed man, 
he formed him beautifully. He formed the, the, the he's formed his, his his whole body. He formed the insides, every cell, everything was perfect. But he was not alive yet because God had not breathed into him. So it is with 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 religion. Religion can look nice, it can feel good, it can have all these things. But if the Holy Spirit doesn't breathe on it, it is dead. So it is with it can be in our lives. We can achieve so much success in this world, achieve so many things in this world. But if we don't have the word of God in our life, if we don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we are dead spiritually. We become like that man, in, we become like Adam in, in, in Genesis before God breathed into him. He was beautifully made, but he wasn't alive. If you don't have Christ, you are beautifully made, but you're not alive. You are still dead. When you give your life to Christ, he now breathes, he now breathes into you and you become a living being. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him should not perish but should have everlasting life. He is everlasting life. So I want you to encourage you today to choose life. I'm going to read that scripture again from Proverbs chapter 4 that I read in the beginning. It says in verse 22, it says, For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. When you seek God diligently, his word becomes life to you. When you seek him diligently, his word becomes life to you. There is life to be found in the word. So what are you seeking this time? Are you seeking the things of the world? Are you seeking what people can give you? Are you seeking after respect? Are you seeking after status? Are you seeking after all these other things that that the world is offering? Jesus said in his word, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, which things, the things that the world chases after will be added onto you. But you have to seek him first. Seek him with all of your heart. That's how you seek him. God said in his word, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. When your heart is searching for God, when your heart is diligently searching for him, you will find him. That's a promise from God. If you're searching for God, you will find him. So if you don't know God today, you you don't know who he is or you're doubting that maybe he's even real. Ask him genuinely from your heart, God, if you're real, show me. Because he said in his word, if you seek me, you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. God is waiting to be found by those who seek him diligently with their heart. You see, man looks at the out, out, outward appearance, but God judges the heart. So God knows those who are, who are seeking him diligently compared to those who are not. Again, I'm going to remind you from Proverbs chapter 4. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Whose words are you paying attention to? Whose words are you giving heed to? Whose words have sway and power over your life? Is it the things that have been said to you in the past? Is it the things that people have said and spoken over you in the past that is dictating your present and your future? Is it the words that have been spoken over you that says you are nothing, you are a failure, that you can't amount to anything? Is it the words that have spoken fear, doubt, and shame, and guilt, and condemnation? Whose words are you paying attention to? Because God has said in his word that my son, my daughter, give attention 
to my words. You have a choice. You can give attention to the word of God or you can give attention to any other word that has been spoken out there. You decide whose words are going to have sway over you, the word of God or man's words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. What's he saying there? Your eyes, the eyes of your heart. Don't allow the word of God to depart from the eyes of your heart. Let the word of God sit on the throne of your heart. Let the word of God sit on the throne of your heart so that every decision that you make, it is governed by the word of God. Every decision that you make, it is led by the word of God. You know, the Bible says that your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. It's his word that is hidden in our heart that keeps us from sin, that keeps us from falling, that keeps us from from making the same mistakes that we were making over and over again. It's his word in our heart that is hidden in our heart that guides us, that leads us. It's his word. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light unto my path. You know, the children of Israel, it says that when they were when they left Egypt, that God guided, God led them by day in a pillar of cloud and by night in a pillar of fire. God led them. So the word of God will lead you in any season of your life. Whether it's daylight in your life, whether it's nighttime, the word of God will lead you. The word of God will not fail. Heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God will not pass away. Friends might leave you, but the word of God will not leave. Spouses might might, might disappoint you, but the word of God will not disappoint. People may lie and slander you, but the word of God will always remain true. So no no matter what season you find yourself in your life, no matter how difficult things may be, no matter how hard things may seem, I don't know the season of your life is, but the word of God is truth. Your facts maybe I might say one thing, but the word of God is truth. The word of God will change those facts that you find yourself in your life. But you have to choose this day who you're going to serve. And when I say the word of God, Jesus Christ is the living word. Because the Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. When you open up your Bible, when you're reading the Word of God, and you ask the Holy Spirit to teach you, He begins to show you Jesus Christ in His Word. He begins to allow He begins to take the Word of God and place it in your heart. And it begins to cleanse you and it begins and begins to purify you and it begins to wash over you. So I want to encourage you today. Pay attention to His Word. Not to the words of what's going on in the world. I'm not saying you should be ignorant of what's going on in the world, but you you decide what you give your attention to. Because the truth of the matter is whatever is important to you, you will make time for. We all have 24 hours. Whatever is important to you, you will make time for. Make time for the word of God. Make time for the word because the word of God is eternal. How you treat the word will shape your destiny. I'm going to repeat that again. How you treat the word will shape your destiny. So I want to encourage you to pay attention to God's word. And don't remember the things of the past. No matter how bad things may have been. Do not remember or even consider the things of the past. God will do something new in your life. But you have to trust in him. God will do something new in your life. 
but you must trust in him. When the children of Israel came to the Red Sea and they saw Pharaoh and his army behind them and the Red Sea was in front of them, they had to trust that God will make a way. And as Moses stretched, stretched forth his staff, the Red Sea parted and they walked on dry ground. And the Egyptians that were behind them were destroyed by the very sea that they walked through. So don't worry about your past. Don't worry about the things that have happened before. Trust God. He will make a way for you. I'm going to end with this verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. God bless you.